0: Welcome back to the Related Podcast. I am your host, Amanda Bible, and I can't believe it's literally been like 900 weeks since I've talked to you all just me and you. I have had some super amazing guests over the last couple of months and I'm so so honored to have been chosen by them to interview and really just ask them to focus in on their zone of genius and educate all of you about some really amazing topics, takeaways, tips and tricks and all of the things. I'm back this week to give you a little life update. There's nothing like really cray-cray, mind-blowing, and OMG, but it's been some time, you know, so I wanted to just, you know, check in and chit-chat and say hi. <laughs> first things first, I have to say this morning, I, I, of course, it wouldn't be a regular related podcast with me if I didn't give you an update on the kids, right? So this morning, I actually took Julian to school. I am now working on Thursdays and doing the recordings and stuff like that, which is really amazing. I was taking Julian to school and I pull up to his school and I don't know if anyone around like wherever you're from you have something called like the fun bus but they have something called a fun bus and it's like this bright neon green bus where it has like ropes and swings and trampolines and like all the things inside of this bus and as soon as we pulled up to school today he says to me mommy I'm going on the fun bus today and I was like Oh, are you, mister? And as soon as we got there, his whole little class, they are all holding hands or like walking out the door. He just like hopped on in, hopped right, right in. It's like, it's crazy to see how much kids just become, not that they're not human, but like develop these like really adorable little personalities and just really come into themselves. And what's even more wild and what I'm noticing now as like Cameron's getting older is like, They're both raised the same way, yet they have such different personalities, and it's so cool. I'll give you the Cameron update in just a second after I finish talking about Julian because Julian is literally... now okay. So I was talking to my mom about this and my mother-in-law about this and my sister about this, and I promise I'm not like that psycho mom that's like, my kid is advanced. And he needs special gifted programs, but my kid is advanced. (laughs) All right? And I don't know if every mom says this, but like, I swear, he's like, he's just so advanced. Like, he comes home and he's like chit chatting about his whole day, and I'm like, do normal two-year-olds do this? Like, do normal two-year-olds say their ABCDs? We call it the ABCDs and like sing the entire song and count to 50 and, you know, tell me how many fingers I'm holding up. And then we count one, two, three, four, and he counts them. And then he takes two away and he tells me that two are left. And I'm like, this is not normal for a two and a half year old. Okay. But like, maybe it is. I don't know. But I was saying this to my mom and she's like, you know, don't be that annoying mom that goes to every mom and says, my kid is advanced. But like, I just want you to all know that this is my brag moment that Julian is really smart. And he has his affirmations, and we say his affirmations still every night where we say, I am smart, I am brave, I am important, I am strong, I am changing the world. And he does it now in these like really funny voices. Like, I don't know if he just has fun with it or what it is, but he does, (laughs) he calls it his whisper his inside voice, but it's like, I am changing the world. And he's like, sounds like Darth Vader. I'm like, oh my God, you are so funny. He's also in this sleep regression too. And I don't know if any moms out there have gone through like a two-year-old regression or two and a half year old regression. I'm not really sure, but he was doing a really solid nighttime routine where we were going 6.30 PM to about 7.30 AM. Now it's like nine o'clock PM. He won't go into his bed and then he screams when he goes into his bed. I think he's like developing like these fears and stuff now where he doesn't want the lights off and all of the things. But we're navigating all of that and I promise to keep you all posted as far as what that what comes from this. We've looked into potentially hiring a sleep consultant for both him and Cameron because Cameron, my little love nugget, is the happiest child on the face of this earth. I swear I've never met a kid that's happier than Cameron like from the second he wakes up to the second he goes to sleep he's just straight up smiling and laughing and his thing is now agoya 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 agoya, agoya, agoya. <laughs> I'm sorry, am I that annoying mom that just keeps like ranting and raving about her children? I can tell you like 900 things about it and the entire episode will be about my kids. I'm sorry. But it's just an update, but he's sitting by himself. I can't believe he's about to be eight months old, which is like wild in itself. He's trying to crawl. He just got his first tooth two days ago. So that's been an experience, but he decides to grace us with his presence every morning um, at like literally the 5 a.m. mark and like you all know me and I'm up at that time, but Like my ass is on the way to the gym and then I start getting the alerts from our Nanit monitor that he's awake now. And I'm like, oh my God, poor Brett is going to have to deal with getting up now and like because typically I'm awake at that time handling the... I still call it a nighttime wake up because 5 a.m. for a seven and a half month old is still the nighttime. And 5 a.m. for most normal people is still like the middle of the night. (laughs) So he's been waking up super early, but it's also really bright in his room. He is super happy. He is eating. And we just actually had to take him to the allergist. And I'd love to hear any like comments in the reviews below or send me a DM if you have any experience with this, but he was breaking out in hives a lot with like a lot of the foods we were giving him. And I ended up taking him to the allergist and poor Cam is anaphylaxis for eggs. So we're about to go through, um, like all the blood testing and everything that goes into that, uh, to see, I don't know if it's like different proteins in the eggs or the different components of the eggs that they're testing for, but we're going to see if he is just allergic to like scrambled eggs and like eggs without being baked into something or when they're actually baked into something, which would be like, uh, first of all, it makes me really sad because we had to order like the EpiPen, it's not the EpiPen, it's like something else, I forgot what it's called and then he has like this eczema that he's breaking out and all these rashes from different foods that he's eating, but it would be really sad if he's allergic to eggs if they're actually baked into things because like you don't realize it, but like everything has eggs in it. Like everything. And I realized this last year when I decided to try a plant-based diet for like a month or two and I was like, holy shit, like you literally can't eat anything unless it's like it's it was crazy. So I'm like I really hope it's sh- it's like the eggs with just the eggs instead of like the eggs baked into things, but that's what's going on right now with little Cammy. He got his tooth. We are like so in love with the relationship that Cameron and Julian have because Julian will like walk up to him and he goes, tickle, 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 Cammy's feet. It's, oh, he's so cute. a oh, little brother. And then he, whenever he hears Cameron wake up, he runs into Cameron's room and he goes, wake up, Cameron. Wakey up, baby Cammy. And it's like the cutest thing ever. I don't know. It just warms my heart so much. And of course, the update with Brett. He is still the love of my life and he will always be the love of my life. We're actually going on a much needed date night tomorrow night. We do usually like once a month but it's been probably a little over a month now and we like to go to the arcade and do fun kid things and we gonna have a fun little date night and that's the update of the fam jam the fam bam so that's cool i am just celebrating like a lot of just like happiness and joy and things in my life that I'm just really, really, really grateful for. And I know a couple of months ago we talked about like just getting present in the gratitude and getting present in the moment. And I think what happens is so many times we're so focused on whatever those like external goals are that all the things that are super important to us and like all the areas of life kind of fall to the wayside. And then it's like, well. Well then when I achieve this goal like what was it all for anyway right? Which I think when I'm so stuck in the masculine with having like these big goals in mind where it's like go go go, I lose sight of the importance of like the everyday things and I actually just enrolled in in a mastermind where I'm, I'm really excited about, it. it's been amazing, with Natalie Ellis from Boss Babe. So shout out to you. It's been a really, really cool thing where we had our, a call a couple weeks ago and one of the first things she had us do is list out the different areas of life and like our, the importance. And it's interesting because I did this a couple years ago with a different mentor and um, it didn't hit home the way it hit home for me the other week. And basically like you split up your life into different areas of life. So we did relationships, parenting, business, home environment, personal development, personal growth. And I think there was like one, one other health, I think it was. And you label them in order of importance. So you rate them from like zero to 10 in order of importance. And I rated them in all all from 0 to 10 and then the next column after that was rating them in how present we are in that area of life currently. And while relationship for me like rated like it was a 10 out of 10 obviously, but the presence in it was like a four or a five. And I think I've talked about this before on the podcast where like I literally see myself coming from a mile away. Like if I'm burnt out and like Brett's coming at, like coming to me and he wants to give me a hug and a kiss, I'm just like, oh babe, not right now, not right now. And like I don't like that. I don't want to be that way. That's not how I envision my life in a loving relationship. And I think just simply creating the awareness that something had to shift actually created this like massive up level like even though it was just a couple weeks ago like over the last couple of weeks like I'm we just have been so much more present together and it feels so good now the topic of the week for me has been like awareness then creates change right and I think what had happened was like I was aware something needed to change but that exercise made me painfully aware of it and that means like I was just feeling like every single time I did the thing that I said I wasn't going to do, it felt like another knife getting stabbed into my chest. And I know that there's probably things that you're doing right now where you're thinking like, yep, that's the one. Yep, that's the one. Maybe it's the snooze button every morning where you keep pressing snooze or maybe like your um, husband or your wife or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your significant other or whatever, whatever is coming to you and like trying, trying to like give you love and hugs and kisses and you're just like, not now. And you're like, fuck it. Why do I always do that shit? Or maybe you're a parent and your kid said something to you and you just snap and it happens all the time and you're like I don't want to be this way right so bring awareness to this. Ask yourself, how important is it for me to change? And then fucking change. Fucking do something about it. And like nothing changes if nothing changes and you're not going to get the results that you want if you're going to keep doing the same shit that doesn't serve you. So this, this was what I was calling painful awareness, right? Like I was so painfully aware that something needed to change, especially after that exercise, that there was nowhere else for me to go but in the direction that I wanted to go, right? Like we can always keep going further back, further back, further back, like down the trapdoor and hit the rock bottom and all of the things, but like what it all comes down to, is that really going to bring you closer to the reality that you want? The answer to that for me at least was no. So I was just like, Let's change. It's time for a change. And yeah, change is fucking hard sometimes, right? It's outside of the comfort zone. Like the sirens go off. It says, no, this is uncomfortable. I don't wanna do this. But like, what's the alternative? the same uncomfortability, right? And I feel like everything that I talk about always comes back to this, but it really is about just painful awareness or creating the awareness and then taking responsibility to change or to take the actions that'll take you closer to the outcome that you want or the goals that you want. And if you're not sure what that goal is, like, that's okay. The thing that I would say to plug into that destination would be, well, how do you want to feel? Because I certainly didn't want to feel the way that I was feeling, but, and I didn't, I don't necessarily always know what my specific goal is, but what I do know is how I want to feel at the end or how I want to be like in a a day from now, in a week from now, in a month from now, right? And typically it's like those positive feelings or those um, empowering characteristics. So what you could do once you think about how you want to be or how you want to feel is think about the actions that you take or the actions that you've taken to get you there in the past or things that you would be doing if you were already feeling that way. So that way we can embody that and do that and like take the action to then lands on that feeling or land on the way of being because when we take those actions over and over again they like our mind loves repetition like it just loves it and like here's another little saying for you guys it's easier to do something all of the time than just some of the time an example of that would be like if you were a 5am like if you this is going to be a topic for another day but like becoming a morning person and joining the 5am club but like if i was only a part of the a.m. club. One day every two weeks, like that would be really hard to wake up with my alarm. But if it was something, if it's something I do every day, it then becomes repetitive, then becomes a habit. And then those habits actually become a part of who you are. And then you are that person and you are that thing, right? So if you think about it, like if you make your bed one day, then your bed in your room is clean one day. And then if you'd make it the second day, your bed's made and your room's clean, right? Then if you do it for a week, you're like, ooh, I, I did this for an entire week, let's do it another week and then another week. And then you find yourself on the third week waking up, making your bed and cleaning your room, and like now it's like this habitual thing and you're this organized person that you wanted to be. Think of the different areas of life where you can work on to start setting the foundation so that you become the person that you wanna be. And that's like, we can go down the rabbit hole with that and I will with you guys over time because I will be having a really cool thing coming up so I want you to stay tuned and keep listening and leave me a review in the comments below, please, I beg you, of any title names that you love for the podcast because the title of the podcast is going to be changing soon and if you drop the name that I choose I bet you that there might be a prize in it for you so go ahead and leave me a review if you've been listening to this I know there's like lots of you who are listening to this I'm actually celebrating I think it was over 250,000 downloads since taking the podcast solo, which is amazing. So I know there's a lot of you who listen to this and you've been a little quiet lately and I'm not going to lie. It makes me a little sad. So I want to hear from you and I want to see you in the review. I want to hear different topic suggestions, topic requests, and also names, different names that you would love to see this um, podcast called. Because i I'm having a little difficulty coming up with a name because it's kind of like it's kind of like when you come up with a name for your kid because that was really hard. And it's like you don't want to pick the wrong name because then you have this they have this name for the rest of their life and like the name like it sets the tone. Like when you think of a Joe versus a Bob or a Brett versus a Zach or like a Mark, like it's just like when you think of a name, I feel like you think of a face, right? So help me think of a name that can be the forever home of the podcast and I would be forever grateful. I'm having a tough time with that and all of the suggestions and... Brainstorming is definitely welcome. I would love to hear that in the reviews, and I would also love to hear how this little exercise went for you. So let's do se- separating your life into different areas of life, how important it is to you, and how present you currently are. Okay. And with that awareness, what are you going to do? to start making changes today. Thank you everyone so much for sticking around, for hearing me out today, for joining me on this episode of the podcast. Remember, you are you, and that is your freaking superpower. I love you all, and I will chat with you next week. Bye.